and you're still tuned in to Quarantine Base with Ulu Vuluye Tukamangabashan on RMR 89.7 FM. And as promised, um, we have Sue on the line from Krakut's Mail who will be letting us know what um, has been going on around uh, Makana region and also Makanda um, City, uh, what has been going on in terms of uh, e coronavirus and reporting on the ground on what people are getting up to during this lockdown period. Hello, Sue. Hi, Lubo. Hi, Lubo. Thanks for having me. Yes, um, also you can uh, go on with uh, your update too. Awesome, thank you. So I guess we were kind of expecting it last night when the president announced the extension of the national lockdown. Um, and as he said, the world's going to be a very different place as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic and, and the national lockdowns that are happening across the world. Mm. And we'll have to find new ways of doing things. Here in Makanda, this awesome community has already started doing that, even before COVID-19 loomed and threatened us. So one of the things that's happened, one of the inspiring and exciting things that's, that's happened is a, a coalition between the Grandstone Business Forum, Grandstone, Grandstone Residents Association, and Makana Revive, um, which is also part of a much broader coalition that I think, you know, we, we spoke about already earlier this year called the Circle of Unity, which is a forum where civil society and local government come together to work together to solve problems. And in this case, they're working together to, to help get our community through this crisis and beyond it. So there are various task teams within those coalitions, um, and they're looking at fundraising, medical supplies, food, and of course, communications, which is terribly important in a time like this. So we've got uh, Zukiswa Korta from Public uh, Service Accountability Monitor as one of the communication reps on the Joint Operations Committee. Now, just to, just to backtrack a little bit, there are several groups which are managing this crisis. There's a, a specific health, um, health uh, command locally, which is the COVID outbreak response team, and that's headed by Dr. McConnie, as, as we know, um, from the Department of Health. <clears throat> that group is part of a broader uh, operations committee, which includes the police, it includes the municipality, it includes the different civil society organizations, um, you know, the health department. Now, that, it's that group that's called the Joint Operations Committee, and it's headed by the mayor. And I know you've already interviewed the mayor about what, what, uh, what that involves. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go into those details. And mm. um, so... What we have here is a really useful report back from Zukiso Korto, who attends that Joint Operations Committee. Um, so the most recent, recent meetings of that JOC, and I, I think it's important for the community to know this, you know, there are people meeting, planning, strategizing, problem solving. Um, and without, you know, without communications, we're not aware of that, and people are more worried than they need to be. So there were meetings on the 3rd and the 7th of April. They're going to be scheduled weekly on Tuesdays at the City Hall. And there we go. So he's listed everybody here. Departments of Health, Education, Social Development, South African Peace Service, 
South African Defence Force, Rhodes University, Grandson um, Residents Association, Kahisa Trust, and other members of the Makana Circle of Unity. Of course, the Grandstone Business Forum, too. So the most recent one, on the 7th of April, here's some news. From the municipality, more than 100 water tanks were delivered to Makana Municipality. Two water tankers are on their way, and um, the National Health Laboratory Services mobile testing lab arrived, and as most of us saw, was active in and around town over the past few days. It's now gone on to Nklambe, I believe. Um, one of the things that's a big worry is the collection of rubbish during this period, and rubbish is being collected over Easter. These are all report back from that that jock conveyed by Bazuki. Health Department, they, they are prioritizing testing over the so-called numbers game. So what, they, what they've been doing, what this testing is about, is assessments of asymptomatic community members. <clears throat> so we've got two cases that are registered here in Makanda. One of them is, in fact, somebody who was tested here in Makanda, but doesn't live here. They live in Patterson, or they were at least staying in Patterson. The other is a resident. And, of course, that's our big news story of the week. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. <clears throat> back to the Joint Operations Committee, and the report back from Rhodes is that 10 Rhodes students who were in quarantine because they had been in contact with somebody who had traveled recently were released from quarantine. They served their full period, and the good news is that they were all negative. Um, Department of Social Development, and this is becoming a big thing now, is uh, hunger. People are hungry. So we were out in the community last weekend uh, bringing Grocotts and Health Department leaflets to people, and the biggest question on everybody's lips is when are they going to bring food? Because a lot of people have now, because of lockdown, lost their capacity to earn. So in this report back from the Department of Social Development, although the social relief of distress offices are closed, staff are operating from home. <clears throat> so social workers are receiving referrals as usual. Uh, support to homeless community members is being provided, but everybody's clear that there's a a huge need for food and psychosocial services. From the police's side, they reported to the to the JOC, to the Joint Operations Committee, that a lot of residents are continuing with their social gatherings. Some establishments are still selling liquor, um, but notably they've reported a decrease in the crime rate, including reports of domestic abuse. Um, and just an aside, I've spoken to uh, people in charge of the safe houses at, at, and the victim support centre, and their assessment is that this does have a lot to do with the fact that there are restrictions on alcohol sales, specifically that a lot of the taverns are closed. So there do, it really does seem to be a strong correlation between um, the alcohol restrictions and the reduction in 
uh, violent crime, in d- specifically um, GBV, gender-based violence. From the education department, um, the, this discussion in this particular meeting was about uh, school meals that many children are not getting. Uh, the education department have said that they don't have the capacity to provide school nutrition outside of term time. So it's not very clear if they will be involved in that during lockdown or after lockdown. Training of key essential services was identified as an important aspect. Um, continuing with Tukiso Korto's report from the JOC, the Grahamstown Residents Association emphasized how important it was to have the support of the local community and civil society in solidarity with the municipality. So this is not a time for politics, I think is what everybody is saying, including the GRA. This is a time for everyone to work together. Back to the jock. The mayor welcomed the contribution of volunteers, and there have been so many volunteers at so many levels. <clears throat> and so he, he, he thanked everybody for that. And, and then one of, the, one of the things that's emerged, I'm stepping out of that job report back, one of the things that has emerged is that there are many organizations and individuals providing food to people in Grandstown because there are so many hungry people here in Makanda. Um, so on the 8th of April, that was Wednesday, a meeting was set up to get everybody together, Department of Social Development, SASA, um, and all the individual feeding organizations together to come up with a, a combined strategy for dealing with the, the huge need of people in our town for food, very basic fact of food. <clears throat> then, Lubu, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what Gokot Mail has been doing in this period. Mm-hmm. That's okay mm-hmm. with you. So, we, we, since, actually since the lockdown was imminent, we've been doing special COVID-19 lockdown editions. Mm. What's special about them is they're much smaller, packed with information and resources um, that we feel, that not that we feel, that we've, we've consulted with partners <clears throat> and we've come up with material that um, we, we believe is the most useful to people at this time. So <clears throat> we've been distributing with roads community engagement teams um, and councillors have in fact stepped in as well to help distribute these editions along with Department of Health information pamphlets. And people have been incredibly pleased to get information at their doorstep, mm. which is, of course, where they're supposed to be at home, right? Yeah. Um, so we've been bringing that to people all over town. Uh, last week, the teams went to Inkanini Transit Camp, um, Really, the, the, the areas on the edge of our town, yeah. which are kind of out of touch, out of communication largely. Um, Vokani, um, then this week, um, we've 
printed not only in Isikosa, which is what we did entirely last week. This week, half of our editions are in Isikosa and half of them are in Afrikaans. Okay. And starting from this afternoon, tomorrow, and then Monday and Tuesday, we will be going as well to Ghost Town as well with, with the Afrikaans editions. And of course, to the same areas we went to last week as well, in Kanini, Transit Camp, um, in every area you can think of. Mm. We are not neglecting our regular readership. Yeah. And a lot of people have said, we're really missing Groka. Why can't we have it? And I think our readers are understanding how important it is to get that information out to places that don't have access to data, don't have access to the fantastic online resources that um, many people in town are, are using. Um, so I think they understand that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to talk a little bit about the partnerships that we've, um, we're benefiting from and that we're part of moment. Mm-hmm. So Sue, um, because of time, you can touch a little bit on that and then um, um, wrapping up, you can tell us what's been going on on the ground. Awesome. Okay. So we've been um, working with Rhodes University's Chair in Biotechnology Innovation and Engagement, Rhodes Community Engagement, Biotechnology, Pharmacy, Journalism, Media Studies, Communications and Advancement, Central Social Development as well as uh, organization, organizations off campus like Lebono Center um, and then the psychology department with Macarna Municipality, the Department of Health, the police, and lots of role models in our community to bring these editions in Isitosa and Afrikaans. So back to what, what, where we've been and what we've done on the ground. <clears throat> Big news, of course, this week was the first uh, Makanda resident to test, uh, to be a confirmed positive COVID-19 case. The Department of Health assured us that the person who apparently tested in Gauteng um, but presumably got the positive result once they were already here Um, the Department of Health assures us that that person was in isolation until they died, they, the results came and then they went into quarantine. Okay. So um, that's, that's the status of our, our one confirmed positive case. The other big story, and it's not, a, it's not a news story, it's just I think everybody wants to know when this really hits us, are our hospitals and clinics ready? Mm. And from what I've seen, I would say that everything that they could have done, they have done. Um, I visited the Sekers Hospital last week and Georgia Clinic and spoke to the, the heads of the COVID outbreak response unit, who mm. is um, Dr. McConney and, of course, uh, Mr. Murdochrat, who's head of uh, the, the local health department. Um, and what I saw is that everything is in place uh, in terms of infection control. So it's, it's a lot of measures. So it's personal protective equipment that's obviously important for the health workers to stay healthy, mm. but also uh, 
what look like simple things but are actually very important for infection control, for directions, so you can go in certain places and you have to go out to certain other places. Mm. Of course, all the distance is so important, you know, 1.8 meters. And you'll see if you go to the outpatients department at Settlers that every second chair in the waiting room is taped off mm. so to ensure that people sit separately. So on, we, that article is published, it's online, that's ready for reading. And the good news is our amazing translators has made it possible for that article to come out in Isitosa and Afrikaans as well. And oh, great. to be publishing in those languages as well, as mm-hmm. well online. Yeah. Um, then, of course, tomorrow was going to be the Two Oceans Marathon. And Makanda's full of runners, full of enthusiastic runners. Two of them are Sally and Alan Prasmus. Mm. Or, believe it, are running the Two Oceans Marathon but in their own backyard. Yeah. They're doing it for charity. They're doing it to raise funds for Makanda, for COVID relief, uh, for all the things that the GRA, GBF, and Makanda Revive are raising funds for. Among other things, masks. Um, and then, yes, that's the other big story this week. Yeah. <coughs> is, is a group called Masks for Makanda, Masks for Makanda, actually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they are getting people at home making masks and donating them for frontline staff, like nurses and doctors. Mm. We saw on Facebook yesterday um, a resident handing over a lot of masks to the fire services. So that's the next big thing. And the slogan is is the is the worldwide slogan for wearing a mask, which is my my mask protects you, your mask protects me. Okay. Yeah. So mm. it's it's becoming a big thing, and Rhodes Community Engagement is getting involved. Makana Revive is involved. Um, people are encouraged to donate masks and fabrics, which can be deposited at drop-off points at pick and pay, bar and clicks. Mm. Um, and what? And what uh, and and yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah, what what are these things that need to be donated to to make these masks? Sure. So it's fabric, it's elastic, and if you're able to make masks, then you could go to the masks for Makana Facebook group and get a pattern from them of how to do it and a bit more information. Okay, great. Um, so these are not medical quality masks. Mm. They're very emphatic about that. They're saying these are not going to um, protect frontline medical workers who are working with COVID-19 positive patients. That's not going to happen. But the fact that this um, virus is spread through droplet infection. So when you talk, you know, you, there are droplets coming out your mouth. You can't see them. Yeah. It's that kind of small day-to-day interaction, even with social distance, that this lessens the risk of cross-infection. Mm. So it's a big story. And, and we'll be following up on that and right. talking more on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some nice things I'd like to finish off with. If there's okay. Some yeah. So you have one, literally one minute left, Sue. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's Easter. Um, much though we're worrying about the practical, physical well-being, all of us are under pressure. So <clears throat> on, on our 
pages. We've, we're, we're on our website, we're carrying some wonderful material from the road psychology department about how to cope with lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cathedral for Easter has been live streaming services and devotions daily via the Facebook page with morning prayers every day at 9 a.m. There are special Easter services at the cathedral also via their Facebook page. Pastor Gina Nell of the Barker Street Baptist Church has been broadcasting every day at 6.30 a.m. You can follow him on his Facebook page. Um, and then finally, at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday, a call has been put out for everyone in town to stand on their front stoop or by their front fence and to sing Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. So a few neighborhood groups are planning to do this and to join this community massing. It could be an awesome experience for us all in this very difficult and challenging time. What time is that again, Sue? 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. Okay. And it's amazing grace. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll okay. put the words out on our, on our website, on our Facebook page. Facebook page. page. Mm. All right. Yes. Thank mm. you, Lou. All right. Thank you so much, Sue. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And that was Sue McLennan from uh, Crockett's Mail. Broadcasting live 24 hours a day. Revolution will not be televised. 89.7 FM. The revolution is here.